Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it Almost 30? Hey. Welcome to Almost 30, everybody. Um, good to see you. Good to see you. We love you guys. Good to feel you out there. Good to feel you. So we have a special episode for you today. Yeah. Um, we felt like after a handful of um, episodes, we should take it back. Introduce ourselves. Yeah, introduce ourselves yep. and get to know each other. Some of these things I feel like you might not know, I might not know about each other. So. Yeah. Um, here we are. Here we are. So we're going <laughs> to use this episode to interview each other a little bit, ask a few questions. I'm going to ask a few questions about Lindsay. She's going to ask a few questions about me. Hopefully you get to know a little bit more about us, so that will be helpful as we continue this journey together of almost 30. Yeah. And I haven't... We haven't told well, each other the questions. Yeah, these are fresh. These are fresh. Fresh to death. You go first. Fresh. Okay. Krista Williams interviewing Lindsay Simsick. Okay, Lindsay, where are you from, and how has that shaped who you are? I am from... People want to know. Newtown, Pennsylvania. It's Newton. a... Newtown. Newton. <laughs> Newton. <laughs> Newtown, Pennsylvania. It's a small town, 30 minutes north of Philadelphia. Um, lots of cornfields and Christmas tree farms. Mm. Um, and I lived in a townhouse when I was born, up mm-hmm. until I was like five, and then we moved to a bigger house because my mom was popping out babies like nobody's yeah. damn Lindsay's business. One of 40. <laughs> One of four kids. Um, And how did that shape me? I think suburbia is, like, such an interesting Mm. place. When you know nothing else, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It is is a beautiful bubble. Mm. Living in a neighborhood with kids, like, I had a best friend. And, you know, my mom was so awesome and would, you know, invite all the kids over and make brownies for us and, you know, set up games in the backyard. Like, having having that little world to Mm -hmm. play in and, like, feel safe. I mean, I take for granted. I, like, Mm -hmm. grew up in a very safe place, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And it was really beautiful. Maybe I didn't realize it then. Like, Mom, this is a beautiful place to live in. But, you know, just to be in a wide open, beautiful space, Mm -hmm. I'm sure subconsciously, you know, allowed me to like play and imagine. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I had so many imaginary friends. I played so many imaginary games with myself in the backyard. And um, I think that's like why, like, I'm okay with being so weird today. And being an actress. Yeah, it's it's just all kind of comes together. So um, I think it gives you a relatability. I love that about you. I think from where you, where you're from gives you like a relatability and like down to earthness and groundedness. Yeah, it was it was pretty chill. There was nothing yeah. crazy about it. It wasn't in like a super rich part of mm-hmm. town. Granted, we were very fortunate, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was pretty simple to mm-hmm. be honest. And I think that made going off to college and that made moving to New York City that much more exciting. And um, I appreciated it a lot more mm-hmm. and was open to so many more things rather than I think if I grew up in a city, it would be kind of old news. And, totally. But I mean, I dream of that too. Like maybe mm-hmm. for my kids, I don't know. But yeah, I love coming from a small town. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I'd answer that question. Just weird. Like if I thought about that myself, like how, and I feel like I know the answers to nothing, but like I feel like I don't mm. know how I'd answer that one. That's a hard one. I don't even think I answered it. You know? Good job. It's me. weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rule. One for one. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, I don't even, I really don't even know, because it's like, you have been living in your head this whole time in your life, mm-hmm. so you don't even know. It's so deep, you don't even, that's like being like, yes. how have your parents impacted you? It's like, ah, oh, fucking, because it's so much. I mean, it would take time. Yeah, like you'd have to process that. every, yeah. So it's technically a really shitty question, so... <laughs> Um, okay, I know this one. So how did... I went to a public school. I rep public school so hard. So how did going to an all-girls school shape who you are? Oh, I could write a novel. So I went to public school up until sixth grade. And then my parents violently ripped me from public school mm. and threw me into the slammer Dude, that was literally an all-girls school that felt like a prison. I'm not joking. It, how many like, students? 23 girls in my grade. But, like, the actual school itself kind of looked like a prison. Remind Matilda. Yes, but truly it became such a loving, amazing place. But when I went to visit, um, I really thought my parents were sending me somewhere, like, because I needed to be reformed and, like, become a, a lesbian. Very, like, swirling clouds over the school. Yes, literally. Rain, or, like, bars on the windows. When you walk in. Um, but. You have a trunk of clothes. <laughs> They put slop on your, like, cafeteria. Yes! Everything's gray. Yeah. Um, It was not bright, I'll say that. However, um, I probably learned about myself the most in high school because I know how... I learned how to be a friend. Yeah, seriously. I'm not gonna give up. I learned the most about myself as a friend, as, like, a fellow woman, a girl. Love that. To other women. Yeah, fuck yeah. um, Very long story short... (laughs) And this sounds so stupid because I would never think of myself as like a so victim. You were there in seventh and eighth grade. Seventh so, through twelve, true hell. Seventh and eighth grade with girls. It was. I went in and and I was best friends with this girl, and quickly she turned on me and became like the ultimate bully. Granted, this was in a bubble at an all-girl school that was very small, but to me, it literally affected my everyday and mood and and how I felt about myself um and it was hell for like two and a half years for Mm -hmm. sure I got my hair cut when I played Peter Pan I looked like a complete like Becky Lowe's Ellen DeGeneres yeah but I mean well she rocks it well this was like actually this was this was scary I I thought it was gonna look like the Olsen twins circa like when they were in those cool movies but it didn't it was actually really bad so anyway I got she just like went to town on that Mm -hmm. anyway it's they always find something at that age. They always find something. Always. So I, um, she eventually left the school. I, I feel like I willed it. Like I mm-hmm. wished for it every day. Yeah. She eventually left to, to um, pursue something else. And, um, you know, I, I was back to being myself and more. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I realized why she had like come into my life. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like I am now so much more like accepting of other people. Mm-hmm. Like kind. and kind. Just like being kind no matter mm-hmm. what. Until they give you a reason not to be kind. Um, yeah. And I love nuns. You know, I, I, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm really into nun porn. <laughs> There's, I, I just like, I, I was Sister scared. Act is I was movie. scared of nuns before going there. Mm. You know, I was scared Same. of their shape. They like looked like a little like, like, Crocker. like dark doorway. You know, you look at them you're just like, what the fuck? Totally. But they were some of my best teachers mm-hmm. and, you know, like we, we even had some really young nuns and they would like, we would just like chat about life, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. not too long ago they were not in the convent and they were mm-hmm. living quote unquote 
normal life. So mm-hmm. and lots um, of people too. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not religious like now, mm-hmm. but like and wasn't really then. But I mean, shit, it takes a, it takes a ton of nun balls to go into the convent. Literally, the biggest nun balls. Live <laughs> and <laughs> and never have sex again. So anyway, it definitely shaped me. I mean, I'm still learning what I learned. Helped you be patient. Helped you solidify relationship females. Females. Working with females. Respect nuns and their dedication. Yeah. That shit. Cool. Walk me through a day in your life. What's a day in your life? <laughs> day in my life. Corey Hemplow, what now? did you do tomorrow? What did you do yesterday? Um, day in the life is waking up, uh, making my coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Normal coffee? I do bulletproof with okay. almond milk. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, I normally go outside in the backyard. I'm like, bliss to have a backyard mm-hmm. and I just kind of walk around I, I, probably, I probably look like Rain Man walking around <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just walking with my that. coffee I just I think living with other people I just need to like get out get out and and I love I love my roommates but it's more just like Yep. Breathe in the day without like their breath. In the house, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Like just kind of like define my own yeah. um, space before the day begins, and then I, I usually that. go and work out before I teach, mm-hmm. unless I'm teaching right away. But I like to get my own workout in, and people think I'm fucking crazy, and I don't expect people to completely under- understand. But um, I like to just like do something for myself before mm-hmm. I like teach what for kind other of people. I'll do like a circuit workout, or I'll go to yoga, mm-hmm. or um, I'll just take a run um or boxing and yeah I usually do that then I go and teach sometimes I have like like yesterday I had my I fit for carbon 38 mm-hmm. so I go to them fit modeling is like when you buy clothes they've been measured and, and fit to a fit certain to a certain size and Lindsay's size. that size or that body type yeah and it's it's different for every brand but um so that's been a good gig yeah followed me out here a little bit so do that and then I normally teach again at night mm-hmm. um by that time I've taken about five showers mm-hmm. <laughs> what have and you eaten? eaten about seven meals I do like mini meals mm-hmm. like whatever I can fit in I'll do like apple banana peanut butter on the road like mm-hmm. trying to take things on the road a bar mm-hmm. I love RX bars right now yeah not vegan but those are hot I know it's really good um and and then lunch I normally get like a lunch I'll get mm-hmm. like a salad and then dinner I'll make something mm-hmm. yesterday I had like big old bowl bowl of zucchini noodles and mm-hmm. tofu and whatever I can like mm-hmm. I find in my fridge love that um, and then, like, it's bedtime. Literally, it's just, it, what sucks about teaching late is it just kind of bumps right up into my bedtime, mm-hmm. and it's fine. I don't have time to, like, mm-hmm. or maybe it's about making time. I would love to, like, have more time to read and wind yeah. down and whatever, but totally. Um, but every day's different, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Because some days you have auditions, some days you have fit modeling, some days you're working on the podcast stuff. Yeah. I know you've been doing that a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I can't imagine if, like, my day was the same yep. thing every day. Yep. Like, you even have different, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you're always doing different things. Yeah. But I think that's, like, on you to create that. 100%. Like, people say, oh, I have a 9 to 5. It has to be the same thing. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. You can do your 9 to 5, but, yep. like, before or after or whatever. Like, I take advantage of the two hours before I go to work. The two mm-hmm. hours after, you know what I mean? Totally. Love that. you know this, but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility. It's kind of staggering. Most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it. And... The thing is, we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future. Sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best 
options. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DMs, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within six business days, okay? And you'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. Results really go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Just to give you a sense traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600. But Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30, you can get $30 off your test. Plus you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA, HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make that decision that's right for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. This is limited time. So take advantage now. That means your test will cost $149, which is really, really great. Hormone testing at a fertility clinic, again, can cost three times as much. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. That's modernfertility.com slash almost 30. Day in the life of a model. <laughs> What's your best and worst quality? Uh, my worst quality is doubting what I know. <laughs> What? I want to like bash my head in against a wall because that's not even true. You like, I feel like you're the most forthright person in what you believe. Really? Yeah. You like know yourself, like you're the person who knows yourself and knows what you're doing more than anybody I know. So maybe it's not my worst, but it's definitely something that I do. Yeah. And maybe not, it, maybe it's not apparent to other people. Yeah. I think that is true. Like everyone probably feels that way. I feel that way. And yeah. everyone be like, you're so cool. Yeah. And it's just like, I have an instinct yeah. and I like don't listen to it as much as I should. I'm getting better. Yep. But usually like something will happen that I yep. know probably was going to happen. And then I'm like, girl, you knew that. Yeah. What, what's totally. And it's okay. I'm, I don't get like too frustrated, but I just want to be better about it. Cause I think it'll be better for myself and everyone else around me too. Mm-hmm. You know, like in relationships yeah. and, um, I guess what I mean is like, you have a connection to your intuition stronger than anyone I know. So like you have a, a strong voice. So it's like, there are, you, you know, sometimes you're not listening to it, mm-hmm. you know, but I know that you have yeah. the strongest voice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and my, Best, best quality side your ass <laughs> Um, my best quality, I would say, is that I I really, like, love to see the best in people. And it hasn't really, like, worked against me in my life, you know? I don't look at people and see their best to a fault, but I just, I think it serves me because then it, it's giving them, like, the chance to be the best person, like, for me, too, you know? And if they don't, and they don't show up in that way, then, like, that's cool, and then I know, but, um, I'll always do that. I'll never, like, I'm not the type to think someone's sucks until they prove me wrong and you help me with that too just like seeing the light in people and loving them before you even really know them Mm -hmm. but that helps that's like an amazing exercise to help with that but yeah I just I love that just see the good in people and like people some people like really hate that Mm -hmm. right and you like meet people in your life that are like you're too nice Mm -hmm. you're too forgiving you're too Mm -hmm. um I don't know Mm -hmm. open or whatever and it's like I hear you but like I love that but you're wrong yeah I love that (laughs) like Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It feels good to see the best in people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Tears in my eyes. That is the damn truth. Ooh. Okay. We're <laughs> reading by candlelight. You're literally reading by candlelight. I can't fucking see anything. This is fucking Little House okay. on the Prairie here. This is the last of the questions, then we'll go into deal breakers. What's a life goal that you have? Oh, shit. Yes. That's loaded. Um, one life goal. I want to travel the world. What does that mean for you? For me, it's... Um, I feel like in a past life, like, I've traveled the world. And, like, I just, like, I, like, want to... I feel like I have something to fulfill by traveling the Mm. world, and I have no idea what that is. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, pulling me, and I just... I I give excuses, and I, like, Mm -hmm. don't have the means to do it right now, Mm -hmm. but, like, I know I'm getting closer. Mm -hmm. And it probably will happen, like, over time, but I I definitely regret not traveling, like, Mm -hmm. when I had the opportunity, like, in college. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, like, I'm being pulled closer to it, and Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. So... Yeah, that's a big goal of mine, and I would love to travel the world with, like, someone, like, my partner, you know what I mean? Like, or just make that, like, something that we do, like, together with our kids, or, you know, I think seeing the world is, like, I wouldn't know. It's, but from what you've told me, from what other people have told me, it's just, like, the best way to learn about everything, about yourself, about other people, about, you know. Makes you modest. Traveling keeps you modest. Yeah. Makes you, Mm -hmm. just, like, she thinks you're modest. Yeah, there's, like, another side of myself that I don't even, I don't even know yet. Totally. And I think I'm going to, like, find it when I travel. So, so that's a big It's goal. interesting for me, like, I, when I secret things, like, like, or I'm like, I want, you know, people are like, I want money, or I want health, or I want job, I want whatever. Whenever I say I want to travel, it, it, that comes to me quickest. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, I want to travel somewhere, Patagonia came to me, Vietnam came mm-hmm. to me, Bali came to me. It's mm-hmm. like, that, that, it always comes back really quickly. Yeah. Where I have other things that don't, that I want, that I have blockages from, this always comes, which is very interesting. Oh, I love that. It's cool. Wow. I hope it comes. It will. I'm close. Now that you vibe that out, I don't even know that. Yeah. It will. We'll go somewhere. Okay. We're moving on to the deal breakers. These are questions, quicker questions about deal breakers when you're dating someone. So like, would you break up with them? Is this a deal breaker? Mm. Okay. So the first date, you're on a first date with someone that you just met that you've been talking to for two weeks okay. on Tinder. He's really funny, really cute. Talking to. Talking to on Tinder or okay. like texting. And he takes you to a really nice restaurant in LA, picks it out tells you what time pays for your uber you meet at the front and he is wearing two polo popped collar shirts there's two of them one, stacked on, top on, of the other? one on top of the other and both collars are popped what are you gonna do is it a deal breaker mm-hmm. it's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> i mean two of them remember that of course i do my ex-boyfriend from why senior year of high school used to do it why to make themselves bigger? Ho- because Hollister. Oh, yeah. So true. So true. No, I think, it, yeah, it was just like a weird fucking trend that Abercrombie and Hollister employed. Yeah. They're like, buy more of our stuff. Put two like, on. Yep. <laughs> it was like a BOGO, like, Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a deal breaker for me because, to me, I just read into it. Mm-hmm. Same. What does that say about your life? That says... <laughs> that's something about your life. You are following trends from mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why can't you just wear a simple t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Like, be simple. What else have you stuck in the past about? Yeah. There's some... Yeah. Exactly. hundred. Deal breaker. Sorry, dudes. Okay. You've been dating a guy for four months. Mm-hmm. You're really into it. You guys have just said I love you. You like him a lot. He's tall. He's handsome. But whenever you guys go out, he wears a fedora every time. So everything else about him I'm, like, in love with. And you're like, I've been... Okay. He's always wearing a fedora out. It's not... Sometimes straw, sometimes it's Kangle. 
<laughs> he matches it to the occasion, but he's always wearing a fedora. Um, it's not a deal breaker. Because uh-huh. if you're saying I'm in love with him, we said I love you. You said I love you. You're just like you're like you're into it. Yeah, I gotta. I have to be honest with him now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's at that point where it's like I fucking hate fedoras. I hate your fedora. But um, maybe I'll get him a new hat, babe. I love you in baseball. Hats. Yeah, make him just. Train. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just um, just change him. Fucking throw the fedoras in the ocean, like. Sick. What do you <laughs> like about that fedora? I don't even want to know. I know. Like it's like something's weird. I know. Like are, maybe, Dane like, are you Dane are you? Cook? Are you JT from like ten yep. years ago? May, some people like who wear hats like might be have like a a thing about their hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be it. And like I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like if you're if you're balding or losing your hair, I probably don't care mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to hair, wear a hat, just wear a cooler just hat. Wear a baseball hat. Just wear a cool hat. Non deal breaker. <laughs> okay. This one's not, this one's a little bit more serious. Okay. Deal breaker. He, you're about six months in, you guys are talking about your future, you're into it, everything's great, and you discover during a conversation overnight at dinner, over some red wine, the candles are lit, he wants a stay-at-home wife with no job, but to stay at home. Uh, I mean, that's a deal breaker. For sure. Yeah. If he's not wavering on that stance, deal breaker for sure. Hundred. I'll always work. Yep. But I've never had a normal job. Like, it won't be normal. It's mm-hmm. not going to be like, hey, see ya at five tonight. It's like, I will always pursue acting. I will always like be creative and probably mm-hmm. have my hands in like five different mm-hmm. random fucking things. Mm-hmm. And he has to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like Fuck I yeah. what's the reason? I don't agree. You know, like, there is something so much deeper. I, I mean, it almost like creeps me out a little bit. 100%. I'm like whoa. 100% creeps me out. Because it is. It's like, what do you, not that staying at home as a mom is fucking hard. Of that course. Is oh my job. god. It's probably the hardest. For sure. But what is this element of control? Yep. It's yep. like... And deciding the fate before it's come. Deciding the future before it's come. So, like, if we have kids and you're like, hey, man, like, you should... Buy, or, like, I'm like, I want to stay home. But, like, deciding it before we even married mm, with kids? Fuck it. Totally. Don't, I agree. You don't know. No, it's... There's something more there. It's not about staying home It's or, like, having kids and being a stay-at-home mom. It's about, like, what does... Why does he feel the need mm-hmm. to, like, assert that, mm-hmm. like, dominance? Like, or is it about that? Is it about asserting your dominance? Is it about your ego? Is it about like providing and being the sole provider mm-hmm. and like having that be your thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or is it literally about keeping your wife close mm-hmm. to you? Yep. Like proximity wise. So mm-hmm. she doesn't go out and other people and do this and totally. that. Totally. Like, Which is all fucked up. All fucked up. Totally. All fucked up. Yeah. I fucking love that. Death deal breaker. Um, okay. Oh, I love that. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. Are, you rule. Those questions are amazing. I love you. All right, baby girl, state, state your name. Krista Lynn Williams. Who gave you your name? My daddy. There was daddy. a hot girl in his college class. Her name was Krista. Really? So I got the name Krista. Wait, I love that. How I did know. your mom feel about that? I don't know. She was into it. It's like my name has always been like different because it's Krista Williams, which is a... Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. People often don't find a white. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I just assume you're famous. Yeah. It's like a very like... like... Are you white? <laughs> Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, shit. I never even thought of that. Especially with Krista. But now I will like every Krista time. Lynn. Krista, it's like Krista, Krista Lynn. Lynn. Like, people always like are like, is your name Krista? Is your name Krista for short? Is it Krista Lynn? It's like, no, dude. But, but now I'm older, I'm happy it's different. Yeah, I love it. I, like, met one other Krista in my life. Really? She played, Actually, yeah, yeah, she played soccer. Lynn. It's always on the soccer team. There are, like, three fucking Lindsay's on my soccer oh, team. Oh, my God, I'm sure. 
Okay. Um, Krista, where did you, where did you grow up? So I just want like some stats. That's stats. Cincinnati, Ohio, suburb outside, Mason, M-Town, Comets, sick Comets. Did you love growing up there? Yeah, it was fine. Uh, you don't look back and you're like, ugh. Made me who I am. I literally haven't been there in like four years. Made me who I am. So that's why I'm thankful. I think it's like provided the safety and like an environment that allowed me to like be who I am and be weird and be funny and be Midwestern. I, that's one mm. thing I'm definitely very feel passionately about. And I know people on the West Coast feel passionately about West Coast, East Coast same, but I feel like strongly about the Midwest. Mm. I just like Midwest people to me, like I know when I meet someone from the Midwest, there's like a level of understanding and a level of like quickness. Like our conversations are quick. They're like da 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 da. We have the same type of humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel when you go back? I haven't back where you're from. weird. Yeah. No. Four years. Just because when I travel, like I have places to go that are not Cincinnati. Totally. So I'm going to actually go back next weekend, so I will let you know. But okay. the times that I have been back, I feel kind of uncomfortable. Like right. I don't feel like I relate to life there. Mm. Not if, not saying negative on any way. I just feel like I feel like I've lived a hundred lifetimes since I left. Like I lived my college life. I lived my Chicago life. I lived my New York life. I've lived this new life. And mm. I'm like, I just go back and I'm like, whoa, like I don't know who this person was or what this place was. It seems like it's, it's so hard for me to remember. Like I'm like, what? you yeah. know? So yeah. it's very weird for me. Totally. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh my God, great question. When I was little, I would be like, I want to be an aeronautical engineer. I swear to God. Because my mom like one time said that that was like a good job. So I'd tell mm-hmm. everyone I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. I have no idea I what Just that like was. stuck to your brain. Isn't mm-hmm. that so funny how you become so, so like... fucked up. No, but I mean... It's like formidable. Yeah. You know? So I wanted to be that. I actually didn't have any thought of like what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. I was just like influenced to go to college. That was very important. Mm. Like my mom was like very, like I looked at Emory. I looked at Clemson. I looked at like really great schools in Mm. Miami. I just went to because my parents went there. So I felt like pressure to go to the school that my parents went to, but it was never like a pressure to figure out what I want to do with my life. It was just to go to college. And I kind of wish I would have had a little bit more push to be more thoughtful about what I wanted to do with my life. You know what I mean? Or just like do things in preparation for it. Yep. Little things. Yep. Whether it's take a summer class or camp or whatever to kind of hone the skill or just explore more, like figure out more, like write more, um, Mm. you know, take Mm -hmm. more pictures or like see what I'm interested in and kind of like flourish that. I think my parents were just happy that I wasn't in fucking jail or something. (laughs) That's also a good way to be. Oh, yeah. You know, I think there's, there's two types of parents, right? The ones that are like overly like Mm -hmm. you're doing every, like can't believe you snuck out of the house Mm -hmm. and went to like the ice cream parlor, Mm -hmm. you know, and they freak out about that when in reality, like, Hey, I'm not doing drugs. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think I was just like, so like wild. Like I was just like, not wild. I was just like very, I was like a lot. Like Mm -hmm. my emotional capacity was like just a lot. Mm -hmm. And I just was like all over the place. Like kind of like in my head, I was like, I don't know. Like I had tons of friends and I was like really well liked and I like loved everyone, but I just felt like I wish I would have had a direction for that energy Mm -hmm. that I had. I had like a lot of energy and it was directed to like dumb stuff. Yeah, but now, I mean. Now I know like where to direct it, which is amazing, which is I'm like... Cross my heart, hope to die. So thank you. Where did you get that from? Where did you get your, the energy? Mm -hmm. Did it come to you or did you always have it? Like, was it a certain Mm -hmm. event or was it, you think you got it from your parents? You think you got it from? I don't, I think now I realize I got more from my parents than I thought. Mm -hmm. Like I can realize what I've gotten from my parents, but I think, I think it was on it. Like, and that's where I think about like souls and like past lives and stuff. And I Mm -hmm. truly think it was just like my soul was born into this body and my soul is this way. Yes. Yeah. You know, feel you. Um, (laughs) 
this is a little offshoot. When you were... Tampons or pads? <laughs> let's say... Oh, I would love to know that story. When you first started using I'd never tampons. used pads in my life. Really? Yeah, I had an older sister. You were the oldest. I had an older sister. So she was, like, doing that from, like, you know? Did she put your first one in? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You're like, oh. I put my first one in, but then my mom had to take it out because it was stuck. Shut up. We, I remember we were on vacation. Your I was little... in the shower, and she just, like... Shut up! My vagina was literally, like, digging its teeth into this fucking tampon. Oh she God. couldn't get it out, and I was crying. So I was like, I hate being a girl. Like, I'm so tight. I love how tight I am. <laughs> this shit is so tight. Bring now. me back to that day. Yes. No, um... Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Tampons oh, from the get-go. From the get-go. Damn, girl. Put it in. But what was your favorite... Like, do you have, You must have, like, an outfit that you fucking loved. loved. When I was little? When you were, like, you know, what you can remember. 14, 15. Oh, yeah. Teenager. Do you want to hear about an outfit when I felt fly as shit? Yes. I have two of them. One of them is when I went to summer school, because I was retarded some... I think I did it... My mom said she did it to, like, give me a head, I think. <laughs> And you missed the cutoff. Yeah, I was like, oh, whatever. I was wearing white platform sneakers. Remember those babies? Of course, I wanted them so bad. My mom so would never amazing. get them for me. White platform sneakers. I had like limited two shorts on that were kind of like board shorts material. Oh my god! Yes. And they had a rainbow on both sides. <laughs> this is how my mom convinced me to go to summer school. She bought me a new outfit, and the shirt was said limited two, and it had patches of mm. smiley faces on it, and the patches were itchy. So my chest was like red and inflamed all day and itching, but I felt like so tight, and it was like rainbow that matched the board shorts that I had on and that was like a fly I remember I was like got off the school bus and was like I just Lance walked Turl here I look so and Lance was like the cool guy like I look so good and then another time where I felt really fly when I was young was when I got my braces off freshman year Valentine's Day can you imagine were you dating anyone how hot I don't know if I was. Like, come here, Valentine. I was like, my teeth are big and they're white and they're crispy. And I had crimped my hair with a three-barrel curling iron. It was, like, out to fucking here, so big. I had a shirt on that actually got me sent to the principal. It was so low. They asked me to cover up because I was showing too much skin. Oh, my God. The the vice principal one time was like, Krista, we've never had as many dress code violations as you. (gasps) Oh, my God. So it was so low. Tits McGee. It was so low. I was, like, trying to get my tits out. I had my French teeth and a pencil skirt and these, like, sandals. I was like, I'm so hot. Yeah, I used to wear pencil skirts all the time. Oh, my God. I was Shopping at like Antiller Loft. Yeah, I was gonna say. Junior year, swear to God. Fucking limited, like the adult store. Yes, Banana Republic. I would oh. wear like, there was a year when I was like very into to stuff. Into interviewing? Into, into, into business interviews. I would wear pointy shoes every day. I would wear oh, come on. dress clothes. I would wear dress clothes every day, button downs every day. I was starting like clubs left and right. I started like 50 clubs. I got best dressed. So this phase served me well. But that day when I had crimped hair, braces off, down low, tits out, mm. as it eighth grader ninth grader fresh oh my god right did you kiss what, had you kissed a boy at that point freshman year yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> a few okay, okay. <laughs> um okay um bring it yet to the present what do you love about yourself today mm. today i feel like i've been trying this exercise by the way speaking of love yourself where you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at yourself and you say i love you mm. try it it'll make you cry mm. i love you love yeah but so trying that is interesting mm. but something i love about myself is um my friend rob told me this one time he was like he just said you have you have the ability to see me for who i am and i feel like i have the ability to 
see people for who they are. And I feel like when they aren't being true to themselves, I can tell and it makes me uncomfortable or it makes me not want to be around them. And when people, I don't care who you, I don't care if you are so lame or you suck or you are crazy or you are whatever. But like, if you know who you are, like I am comfortable, Mm -hmm. whatever that is, like crazy, chaotic, whatever you are. I just, if you, I love that. Mm -hmm. I like, there's nothing I love more like than that. I'm like comfortable around that. Like I don't like people say they hate fake people, blah, blah, blah. But to me, it's like someone that's not being true to themselves is like hard. Mm. You know, we're like putting up a front. It's hard. So I feel like I can see people who they are. absolutely can. Well, I also feel like that's why you're able to, like the relationships that you do mm-hmm. have that you that you hold close, mm-hmm. they're like unbreakable. Because mm-hmm. people people are just drawn to that mm-hmm. too. It's almost like it, it makes me feel good to totally. be around that, you know? Totally. There's like a comfort. Yeah. You know, but for some, it makes some uncomfortable. Sure. You know, I can make people sure. uncomfortable on the opposite. Sure. So I know that too, that like if you are being phony um, or like you are not being true to yourself or you have this like part of you that you're trying to hide or whatever, I can make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've seen people around well, because of that. Like, like, oh, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like who told me later? Oh, yeah, who told me after the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who do you look up to? Mm, justice. You, obviously. You for like, you just like inspire me to like be who I am and like be on my path. That's mm, my person. Let's not get weird, but anyways. <laughs> and then Justin. He just yeah, like dude. is like doing his thing mm. and does it with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. Like he just is on his path. And even when I'm questioning our path, his path, he's on his fucking, you know, he's just like, and he just like, is just like a good fuck dude. He's just a Truly. good person. He just like loves me when like I don't want to love me or like mm, yeah you know yeah so Justin yeah and you and Justin when I met Justin I first of all asked if he had a brother right so fucking but bad. also for the fact I'm like is there another kind like you yeah like of your kind yeah because truly he is um you like don't believe I took me honestly years to I believe it yeah I just like I could be myself around him from the get go yeah and I was like oh my god that is I feel so good and mm-hmm. I just can't imagine like that every day and just um like growing and and navigating like this part of our life with someone like mm-hmm. like you too mm-hmm. I mean it's like he lets you like close my mind he gives you space to be yourself mm-hmm. and I don't and that's something I don't normally do like I'm I don't know if I do that with people because I'm such a energy I'm so forward you know and I don't I have my good qualities but I don't know if I give people space to be themselves sometimes and he does mm. so people when they're with him they feel good because they can yeah no props Jay maybe he'll listen to an episode now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put this in the show notes for sure. Oh, he's such a sweetheart. All right. Last but not least, Mm. where do you see yourself in 10 years? In 10 years. I hate that question, but I'm asking it. I know. Because I don't, I know like you plan, you can't plan. You can't plan. Mm. There's no, there's absolutely no way to plan for it. But I mean, in whatever, however you want to describe it, maybe it's just a day in the life in 10 years or it's where you are and who you're with Mm -hmm. or whatever. In 10 years, I want to be, I want to have a house big enough to have guests all the time. Mm. I want to live in a space that's like so welcoming and open and like beautiful and like comforting that people always want to be at my space. Mm. People always want to be with me. I want, always want to have guests traveling to come stay with yeah, me. You know what I mean? I, I want to be like on the West Coast. I want to be somewhere in California. I want to be waking up with Justin. I want to be making my own schedule and kind of like doing the podcast or interviewing someone in some capacity where I'm creative and where I'm like continuing to make the art that I want to see in the world, but like on a bigger scale, you know? I just want to like reach more p- 
people and I want to connect with more people and I want to be given like more opportunities and I want to be standing even in more sure of myself in my light than I am now. Oh my God. 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> Doing my thing with a six pack. <laughs> Oh, I see I'm that for you. I'm skinny as fuck, and I'm tan. <laughs> yeah, I'm you think tanning will come back? Yeah, it's going to come back. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love that. Um, all right, quick fire. QF. So, deal breakers. Deebs. Um, when you were dating. Deebs. Um, so, you have been dating this guy for... A month, mm-hmm. have not slept together, but you've been on um, a couple dinner dates. It's been so fun. You laugh so much. Like, it's cool. Um, it just feels easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, one night, like, we's about, about to get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Had a few drinks, so you're mm-hmm. just feeling, like, mm-hmm. reckless, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you unbutton his pants, mm-hmm. and there oh. is no... No. <laughs> There is no hair down there whatsoever. He is completely like taking a straight razor. If I'm describing Justin right now, I'm really embarrassed. Oh, no, no. Okay. no, no. He's taking. I know he would love for us to talk about a straight razor. Literally less hair than you. Mm. Like just so clean. Mm-hmm. Entire body is shaved, basically. Mm. But like especially like not one hair mm. on one ball. Mm, no, no, nothing. Mm, not a deal breaker. Okay. Do you. Cool. But, like, let me do me. <laughs> and, like, let me sometimes not be perfect. You yeah. know? Well, I would be, like, I would be kind of thinking, like, are you going to be, like, a germaphobe? Right. Are you going to I know. Be, it like... makes me think about other yes. things. It's, like, it's not the fact that you're it's... hairless, because I'm kind of into, like, it being clean and yes. whatever. But, like. Right. What does this mean? Right. Like, I think about. What does this say about you? Mm-hmm. It would definitely be, like, a convo. Right? Like, a fun convo where you're, like, It'd hey. It would be kind of weird to, like, rub, like, two. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like, yeah. So silk. But not a deal breaker. Just maybe a fun convo to like yeah, get like, to the bottom of what the fuck's going on. Yeah, dude. There. How do you do that? Yeah. I was like, it's okay. Can you shave me like that? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Should we get laser together? Literally get my shave closer. Right. I, I would, yeah. Non-DB. Okay. Non-DBs. Okay. Um, you've been dating for uh, a month and a half. Okay. And um, literally, it's like whirlwind. Like, you're, like, in it. Mm. And you're like, oh, my God, this is, like, this could be it. Mm. And he tells you, um, he just ha- he has to, like, have a conversation with you um, before you move forward. And he tells you that he has a child. but. It's a good one. Yeah. That he does not, um, that he does not see because the mom does not allow it. Um, mm-hmm. the child is three years old. Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> Um, Nick is older. Yeah, Nick when he's older. Love that. Um, deal breaker or not? I would want to have known before. Right. But I can understand, like, what would take you so long. Why, like, it'd be interesting, like, why don't you see him? But selfishly. Yeah, I know, it's like. It's fucked up. I'm like. Yeah. I don't think it'd be a deal breaker. I would, this is really fucked up. I'd rather have not see him. I don't want to be totally. part of that mess. I agree. But it would be interesting, like, what would be, does he want to see him? Like, you know what I mean? I th- yeah, I think that what would. would. You, what would you do? It's not a deal breaker, yeah. but yeah. I would need to know why he doesn't see him. Because mm-hmm. then I put myself in her position. I'm like, are you just a crazy bitch? Mm-hmm. Or 100. or did he do something? And yeah. you're like, I don't want you to see my son. Yeah. Or... Is he paying child support? Right. Yeah, all those questions. There's a lot. I guess you'll know, like, from his energy, like, surrounding it, whether, yeah. whether it affects his daily life so much that it would be something that would come between you two, but... It's close to being a deal breaker. It's very close. Very close. That would be... Because then, like, if you think about your life with them, 
it's like, well, did we tell the kids that they have a brother? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. You have to, like, think about that. Like, your future kids, like, money in the future. And it's definitely, like, a comp. It's definitely, yeah. like, close to it. And I also, like you said, would have wanted to know. Right. I would have wanted to know if we were, like, yeah, hot think- and heavy. Like, give it to me after two weeks. 100%. Like, just tell me. Yep. Let's get way it over with. easier at the beginning. Way easier. Way. I'm, like, rose-colored glasses. I'm, like, cool. Yeah. I love cats. Mm-hmm. And then after a month. I'll like, make them my own. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's. I think it's important to That's be honest from the get-go. Okay, rapid fire. Um, last one. Okay. So you've been talking to this guy mm-hmm. on um, a dating app. Bumble. Bumble. Okay. Um, Fitness singles. <laughs> That's the one my mom's on. <laughs> really? Anyway, I swear to God. God, you guys. Weirdness is seeing your mom's dating. Holy it's shit. Up. She's like, my dream day is to start off the day reading the Wall Street Journal section, which is fly. <laughs> and then she's like, and then I'd bike 50 miles. And then after I'd have a cup of coffee. It's like, fuck weird. It's an entire day. Literally, it's a flay. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. sweet. What's it called? Fitness? Fitness singles. God. Fitness singles. She's like 50. I love that. 60. Hilarious. find her fit. She's going to find another fit single. Fit fam. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So you're on the app. Okay. um, And you connect with this guy. And you, like, totally love his vibe. He's funny. Mm -hmm. He's quick. Not cheesy. But he's just, like, cool. Down to earth, right? Mm -hmm. And you give him his number to text you instead of texting on the app. And, um, you're, like, playful, flirting, and, like, he's going out one night, and he knows you're going out, too, and he goes out, and he, like, kind of gets drunk, comes back, and sends you a dick pic. Mm. And you're, like, fuck, like, like, you really like this guy, and you're, like, excited to go out on a date with mm-hmm. him. Tailbreaker. <laughs> Unfortunately. What if There's more where that wait, came wait, from, girl. Oh, I forgot, I forgot the... What? The detail. <laughs> Give me the dick details. I mean, it's like... Oh, my God. Only you care about that. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, but, like... I No, completely, this is a deal breaker for me. Okay. But then I'm like... Um, I think you're more forgiving about that. No. Dick pics do freak me out. I've gotten... fuck with him. I would be like, yo... I'm going to send this to everyone I know. Hundred. Yeah. No, dick pics freak me out. I think it's weird. And I would be like... I would be like, you had that on deck. You took it one time, warmed it up, took it one time, and sent it to 100 females. Yeah, you're so right. you you know what I mean? Totally. You're not just like hopping in the bathroom like, whoa, I like this girl. You know, like, totally. I've sent this to a hundred people. Mm-hmm. I fluffed. Yeah, no. You know oh, there's mean? always fluffing. If you, you can't send hair, a limp bro. dick pic. That would, be, that would be the fuck. I'd be like, you rule. <laughs> that would be like deal keeper. <laughs> Look at him just laying there. Yeah, he's ready. He's waiting for you. Yeah, like I just peed. <laughs> No, dick pics freak me out. I've always said it. Hundred percent. Every girl says that. Yeah. We okay. Like Sorry, that, that was, was like a good a, one. That was a no brainer though. Nah, I just of. wanted to hear it. You just want to talk about dick. I haven't seen one for a second. <laughs> uh, no, it's. Good. I think it's good not to see dick for a little bit. Hundred percent. You know, I wait forever to have sex. It's something I need to learn from you. I, I like. I've definitely waited. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But I have this thing where I kind of want to know. I get nervous yeah. that like the sex is not going to be. Mm good and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. and even though we are good it totally affects it for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and maybe that's something i need to like work on and get mm-hmm. over but i haven't also dated when i'm 28 no i know i stopped date or i was like me and justin met when i was like 24 25 mm-hmm. so it's like different you know like i might totally not. totally i was totally. out of the game but yeah. waiting i mean that's a I, but i think a good question that is a good question someone wants to write us in and ask us yeah something. or we'll just write it ourselves yeah and ask ourselves hey <laughs> Crenzy. <laughs> Crenzy has a good question. <laughs> All right, that'll do I it. I this one. Yeah, we just wanted you guys to get to know us. That's so I love this one about myself. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. We love you guys. 
Um, Hope you got to know about us. Let us know if you have any questions. Or if you relate to anything yes. we said. We love to not be alone. We love to not be alone. <laughs> if you want to call in, let us know. We love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.